could. No, you're not going to catch me napping again. Yeah. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Not you're this not going to knock me out with Valium gas this time. Not this time. Nah, not after this past 15 years. Yeah. You know, it's been a long time. It has been a long so, time. It's been a long time. But the only thing I really have to say to you about that, Andrew, is laugh and the world laughs with you. Weep and you weep alone. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Random Cinema. Random Cinema. <laughs> you can't see oh. it, but my my grin is mouth to mouth and very toothy in a very bizarre and creepy way. Indeed, with your poofy fucking hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this time, oh no, uh, as as always, I am Brennan, uh, your movie aficionado, raised on film, uh, and this one's a doozy. Uh, to my right is my uh, is the uh, purple blue dragon. The purple blue dragon, Andrew, best Andrew. name for a restaurant ever. Just saying. <laughs> Uh, oh shit! Oh shit! I have to turn off the function. Wow! Yeah, I can't edit that out. Professional, oh, man. Professional. What? Uh, shout out to um, uh, DIY uh, filmmaking and audio recording. Just use what you got, guys. Use everything <laughs> at your disposal. Hey, mystery. Oh no! Man, you did not I didn't do a fix job that. Of that. That was a mistake. There we go. There you go. What's what vibrating? My professional recording Everything. device is vibrating. Whatever, we record on a phone. Who gives a shit? Oh, no. Yeah, we do. It's true. Mystery broken. Yeah, actually, the thing I learned after... Uh, edit, I'm, I'm veering off here. Film school is that I learned that like you can make professional things on everyday useful uh, devices like your phone or other things. Just use what you got and make what you can, okay? Well, it's art. We're in the age of us of the smartphone and yeah, stuff anyways, right? So yeah. Like, when I got a smartphone, I was like, I need the best for video recording, and I have a uh, pretty decent rig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, like they're basically my honestly, my cell phone is better than my Chromebook. Yeah, yeah, it's honestly, yeah. Like, anywho, though, you know, cell phones actually play a really, a really big role uh, in uh, this classic, uh, this cla- Google stuff listening in this classic, critically acclaimed and world renowned, has over forty wins and twenty seven nominations. Uh, twenty years old, dude. yeah, twenty years old from two thousand three. The uh, Park Chan Wook. Original, well, not original, adaptation of the comic book, the the manga, as it were. Which popped my brain yeah, a little. I totally forgot. Right? About I didn't know that was a thing. This is also Andrew, by the way. We didn't give him an introduction. Yes, we did. Purple Blue Dragon. Yeah, the Purple Blue Dragon. <laughs> oh, we did? All right. Uh, old Boy. Yeah, we're talking about Old Boy. Old Boy. The original, not the uh, 2013 Thanos-led uh, American yeah. remake. Or the 2006... Okay. Or the 2006 <laughs> illegal Hindi adaptation. Yeah, did you read that? I read that yeah, out too. So it was <laughs> like the Bo- like Bollywood adaptation of Old Boy is like this is not a sanctioned remake yeah. at all, which made me immediately go, I would like to watch this movie. Because um, we've seen the we've seen the sorry to cut you off. Yeah, yeah. We've seen the uh, the remake, which we watched these pretty close together. We watched this and then the remake. Yeah, for and uh, the remake stands. It's a classic. Is it, is it? Yeah, it's actually a different. Is it, we, do we even have it? Do we have I, it? So a long, tennis years ago, we had a random cinema on a local off 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 Spotify site. Shout out to Spotify. Check out. Uh, well, it was random before cinema. Spotify existed. Yeah, we were doing a random cinema back then with really primitive it was equipment. Podbean. Yeah, really primitive primitive equipment and. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. I, don't have it I think those episodes are lost, eh? Some of them. <laughs> we're lost, man. Yeah, some of them. Damn. Yeah, anyway, we, no, we we reviewed the uh, yeah. we reviewed Old Boy, the remake or the original? The original. The original. Damn. Okay, so I don't even remember my talking points from that. No, I don't either. Um, I don't. Except all I can say is hallway. It was hallway, like, hallway, hallway scene. 
It must have been like okay, so the movie came out in two thousand three. Two thousand three in Seoul, Korea. I graduated in 06. I met you in 07. I graduated in 07. Huh. And I met you in 08, probably. Mm-hmm. Um so we probably old. did this twenty ten? There are people listening to this right now that are gonna be like, I was born in 2001, that's yeah. crazy. We probably I recorded- was six years old, you guys are old as fuck. <laughs> we probably recorded this in like 2010, or yeah. the, our review for this in probably 2010. It was the first time you lived on the, in that I, one apartment. I would say, yeah, that was when, oh yeah. When we made your movie. Yeah, I have a zombie movie out there. It's not good. Yeah, you get to see my ass cracking. You can see Andrew's bump. Yeah. <laughs> and my horrible just... attempt at acting. Oh, you're all right. You're yeah, good. Shout out to Chris Landowski, also in that film. Chris Landowski. Yeah, hey, ooh, check out I Saw That Podcast. Just <laughs> shout outs all day. Yeah, and check out the uh, episode we did with them on The Northman. Yeah. Cross over with the them. Northman. Ugh. I want to cross over again right? with somebody soon. Right? Yeah, yeah, we should. Hopefully, we should. Yeah. I like crossing over. We'll see. What, we'll see what we pull, man. We're polypodists. Yeah, I've got. I've got a couple of ideas. We'll see what we pull for That's our next fair. Movie. That's fair. We'll run off. Uh, director, as mentioned, Park Chan Wook uh, has yeah. made a lot of other films like Thirst. Yeah. And uh, The Handmaiden, I think, which I haven't seen either one. I heard they were good, but uh, that's about it. This was kind of his big show. Uh, actually, this is the second of a trilogy that he is credited with called the Vengeance Trilogy. Yeah, which is kind of like the um, Cornetto Trilogy. Yeah, it, then where they're connected loosely by like themes and yeah, stuff. Rather yeah, than, themes or even one item. Yeah, rather than story. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they're not meant to be a trilogy, kind of, yeah. but like... Most film critics and stuff lump them together. Yeah. Uh, I forget the name of the first one. The second one is Lady Vengeance. Oh, cool. Uh, oh, I forget the name of the first Look one. Look at us doing our research. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, cast yeah. also, I could list off a lot of people, but I'm just going to do three people. Uh, Choman Sik uh, is O Daiso. Okay. Uh, Yoji Tae is uh, Lee Woo Jin. And, uh, and uh, Kong Thi Jun is Mido. Mido. And if I mispronounce any of those names, I'm sorry. Yeah, we're probably gonna... Or Kang, Kang the Jim. I'm sorry, miss. You did very good acting. We're probably gonna, yeah, yeah. mispronounce yeah. a lot of names and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, because, and this is like my one ugh about this movie, is that I couldn't find a dubbed version. And yeah. that's very, like, first world... <laughs> it's alright. <laughs> first I'm world problems of me. I, uh, um, I had to search yeah. very hard, uh, and I had to visit the high seas to find this film. Oh, it's not Crave. It's not fucking Crave. Yeah. It's not fucking Crave. I bet you. I did you look for it on Crave? <sighs> no, I don't have Crave anymore. Oh, okay. Look, no, that's look, fair. guys, let's talk with the economy for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> Crave is expensive. Crave is really expensive, and, and we live in old Canada, eh? But so that's how we get. That's how we get HBO. That is. Yeah. That is. That how we. Uh, that's when, how we legally get HBO. Yeah. So when a neutered version of HBO. Kind of. Yeah. It's rough out here. Yeah. How about here, man? So yeah, if I had Crave, I clearly would want. Damn. Yeah. Crave's got good shit. Yeah, they Shout all out to have stuff. You expensive bastard. <laughs> you expensive bastard. We're not big enough for them to take shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. Plus, I love them. They gave me fucking Leonard Kenny and Shorzy. Fair enough. Um, Fair enough. I need to finish those. But yeah, I just I. It's easier for me. It's so hard to take notes because mm-hmm. I have to keep pausing so I don't miss stuff because yeah. it's all subtitled because I don't speak Korean. It's true. I was eating like chips and stuff at the time when I was watching it, and I like kept like I'd look down to eat and I'd look up and be like fuck. Yeah. I miss something. <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn it, this film. Uh, but yeah, no, you know, subtitled, with, with subtitled films, sometimes it is a little, you're like, ah, okay, I'm like reading at the same time. But yeah. there's so many, if you, 
if, if you can get over that hurdle, and this is, I'm broadly speaking to everybody, you know, like if you can get over that hurdle, right, and just like be able to learn how to sort of like double dip in your attention just so you can like, you know, there's so many more films that open up to your like view. Oh yeah. There's so many other movies that are just so good. I have nothing against subtitled movies or foreign mm -hmm. films or whatever. Um, some of the best movies I've seen, Fair. some of my favorite ones are, now, uh, the only... but it's just, I have to be a little more conscious That's to watch right. it. I have to put a little more effort into it, which yeah. is whatever. I get you. It is what it is. But like, I wanted to watch this at like 10 o'clock at night, like oh. curl up in bed and like, kind I started of, at nine, kind of like, baked yeah. and I was like, <laughs> I can't. So I waited until I got up the next day. That's fair. That's fair. I smoked a big old something and yeah. then, uh, and then I watched this movie and, uh, you know, like we watched this 10 years ago. It's been a good, it's been About a good 10 years, years ago. Yeah. I haven't watched it in a very long time. And I still enjoyed myself while I watched it. But I have more opinions about it now than I did before. Uh, yeah, I would have to agree yeah. with you. Um, I definitely know I feel differently about it this time mm -hmm. than I did. Because since then I have watched the, the American remake. And yeah. Compared the two mentally, and you know, I will probably some watch things the were remake. a little better. I will probably watch the remake for just fun. Yes, yeah. now just to be like, I'll see Josh Brolin. Fuck around. Also, kind of built it up in my head a little bit more than me too. Than this, you ever yeah. realize that? Like, like we watched it years ago, and I was like, Whoa, man! Yeah, I remember super liking crazy. it then. Yeah, I think our old like ways, our old episode of this, we like just were yelling the whole. We we're like, Oh my god! Right? Like, I mean, yeah. like, could you believe? Because this, it's got a, it's got some twists to it. It's got some shit. Oh yeah, and out. and that definitely like even watching it now. That's something I love about it. It's like it's a thinker of a movie, right? Yeah. Um, and I love movies like that. And oh, I have back to say. then, I would have loved it even more because because the twists are so out there. Yeah. I'm like, what? Andrew Griffith did nothing wrong. No, <laughs> no this is this is a fun. It's a fun movie. Yeah. This is, a this is one for the family. You know, you get the nope. kids together for it. No. I mean, I guess. <laughs> oh, I had to think about that one. Damn. <laughs> We're just going there. No, I'm not going there yet. Um, I want us to reveal this. Okay, well, let's talk about the beginning. In the same fashion um, that they reveal it in the film. It will be a surprise to those listening. Because the, 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 I don't even want to ruin it for people. Once people know it, like... I mean, people listening to this have probably watched the 100%, movie. 100%, yeah. You've watched the movie now. But I'm not I'm not cutting to that chase yet. No, no, we don't yeah. have to yet. Um, but let's start at the beginning then. Um, it starts with a really... Um, oh, die so drunk. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, arrested. Uh, well, not, I, being con uh, contained, he's he's doing yeah. basically the version of like an IPTA, like a, a you know intoxicated person mm -hmm. in public causing... you know. So he's just like in, in detainment. He and was just drunk and getting into fights. Yeah, yeah, and hitting on someone's wife. Yeah, or something like that. I think it talks as much. I think it alludes to him just being a little bit of like a like a like overbearing, lewd, like sexually provocative dude to somebody's probably wife. Yeah, like just being they, here. This guy sucks. I'm gonna start off by saying that he's an asshole. <laughs> we meet him. We meet him when he's young. He he's like he's a, a good solid few years out of school. He's graduated. He's a businessman, I guess. He's he's in Seoul, Korea. He's working. He's in a suit. I and I my yeah. my primitive brain immediately went, "Okay, so he's some sort of businessman." I don't 100%. Know. You yeah. know. And he's uh he's he's a he's a lewd kind of fucking selfish prick who drinks too much and doesn't hang out with his family and doesn't see his daughter ever and yeah. it's his daughter's it's her fucking, birthday. It's her birthday. I think I, her third birthday. Yeah. I do like though that he's like all these like little snippets of him being obnoxious and then when all those tough dudes are sitting around he's just quiet. Yeah. He's like oh, I'm not gonna you know, I actually really like that because it, it also shows you that he's kind of a puss. Yeah. <laughs> like, like this guy sucks. 
he's not a great. He's not a good person. He's not a good person at all. He's he's just he's kind of a he's kind of a, a fucking shitty dude. He is. Because um, like I forgot that that was like because like us being older now watching this immediately I'm like man this guy sucks. Yeah. Like what a piece of shit you know. Yeah he's kind of a dingleberry. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then he gets he gets bailed out by his buddy Ryujin. Yeah, which I like his buddy. Yeah, his buddy's uh, a nice guy. His buddy's a bit of a chode. Yeah. <laughs> he's not a great guy. He's not great either. Uh, he's a little creepy for me. Yeah, me but too. The, I agree. All the men in this movie are a little creepy. To a little me. bit, yeah. Except for Griffith. Yeah. Griffith's great in this. That's my code name for him. Because <laughs> um, I'm not. I I, I could say Lee Woojin the whole time, but I'm gonna. I don't want to. I'm gonna. I'm probably just gonna say Griffith in my rants. Griffith. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Watch Berserk. <laughs> read Berserk. <laughs> don't read Berserk. Um, read Berserk. Daiso, watch um, Berserk '97. A Daiso is talking to his um, talking to his daughter on the phone. Mm -hmm. For some reason, hands the phone off to Ryujin, who is like doesn't know her. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, happy happy birthday! I'm gonna come out there and do something special for you." And, yeah, I'm like, and, and, his, and I guess like, I guess Daiso goes off to puke. Uh, he, yeah, he kind of stumbles out of frame. Yeah, yeah. But it's got the, he's fucking with the umbrella because it's raining, so it kind of makes sense. Because the way he censors the shot, yeah. it's just on the interior of a phone booth, so it's yeah. very tight, right? Mm -hmm. um, so we can't really see past Ryujin and what's going on behind him. Yeah. But yeah, then Odaisu just fucking disappears. Yeah, immediately disappears. We get that cool umbrella thing. Yeah, that know? purple umbrella. Yeah, and the, the gift is uh, just sitting there because he was going to give his daughter these like angel wings. Yeah. Right, you know, so. Oh. Yeah, and then shush. <laughs> and so yeah, then he just all of a sudden we cut to like a cold steel steel door with yeah. that gets slid open to like food being dropped and uh our our scrambling shitty hero daiso going like hey hey you hey listen to me hey where why how long have i been in here i've been here two months yeah i'm here two months so clearly he's been in prison he's been like oh my god like shit did he yeah. did he get in prison by like the korean government yeah is he no he's in some fucked up weird cell because the moment he gets up and looks around the room or is like freaking out because he yeah. throws the food in the tray this is a weird fucking stanley kubrick like shining like a room. hotel room it's freaky looks like a hotel room from the 70s yeah it's fucked up i don't like it yeah weird pattern on the walls yeah weird art mirrors and yeah. the yep. shower is kind of weird to me because it's just open but... yeah you know it's just a, a really crappy little loft yeah, where I would weird, weird I would place. go insane in like two days. I'd be like, "Get me the fuck out of here!" Yeah, I, like I get why they just, they get, get nutty in there, and I love it. Like he kind I of did like the two month time jump though. Yeah, yeah, what I do like though. Is like as soon as he's doing his freak out, there's like an over uh, voiceover of him talking about. It. He's like, "If they were to have told me it was going to be 15 years, I was like, fuck." Yeah, because oh. yeah, <laughs> um, you know, there's a lot of that throughout this whole movie. Yeah. Like there's a lot of like. What we think is inner dialogue and stuff like that. Um, we find out later is Wait. later is actually a letter. Doesn't this start? Doesn't the movie start off with just him holding the guy's tie and it's like that really intense techno music? And he's like, Doo -doo 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 yeah, the guy with the dog. Yeah, yeah, and like it's actually that because then like I remember when I we first started watching this movie, it's like I was like, man, this is gonna be like a hardcore, over the top, like yeah. kung fu fucking like you know romp, but no, it's it, it cuts immediately to. Odaiso is a drunk asshole. Yeah. And I was like, all right. Cool. Yeah. No, totally. Um, but yeah, we, we find out the whole thing, like, there's a lot of, like, inner dialogue, a whole lot of, like, um, like voiceover mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. And, and it's because it's somebody reading a letter that he wrote about these. Yeah, about he's what's like, happening. I want to tell you my story. You know? Yeah, and, like, at first I think it's him 
like you're not sure if he's if it's him talking to himself, him talking to somebody. Yeah. Um, but I I love that it turns out to be a letter later. Yeah. Yeah. I had to, I had a hard time with that sentence, man. No, it's all good. It's all good. Um, I'm sober, sir. <laughs> I'm sober I don't as know about a bird. You, but I, yeah, I'm sober uh, as a bird. I could I could operate heavy machinery right now, sir. But uh, I, really, I also could spend 15 years locked up in some weird ass fucking Stanley Kubrick like hotel room yeah. with only a TV telling me the current news and also telling me that I've been framed for my wife's yeah, murder. That's his. Uh, that's his clock. His calendar is everything. That is everything. That is his wife for yeah. a while. Oh. Yeah. yeah. The jerk off scene is so awkward for me. I didn't know the first time around he was jacking up. And yeah. then we watched it this time. I was like, oh, yeah, he's squeak- straight up J.O. and man. He's squeaking out a dolphin one. He's just, he's, <laughs> he's squeaking out a wiggly one. That's what's going on. Which, look, if I was, if it had been a year, yeah. I would have already done that so many times. <laughs> yeah. Well, we just get, like, for the next little while, we just get this montage of his time in this, yeah. for lack of a better word, cell. His hair um, grows out, like, really dramatically, and then he'll get gas, and they come in and trim everything and shit. Yeah, they hit him with Valium gas. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, and then uh, one time, yeah, they took his blood, and they took, like, the cup he was using. Yeah. And then the next day on the news, you find out that, like, he killed his wife, yep. quote-unquote. Yep. But he's... It's that they obviously killed his wife yep. and planted this stuff as evidence. And then he sucks. just disappeared. That sucks, too. It's like, if you... If, like, you know, when he inevitably gets out of there, it's like, he's... He can't go home to her. And yeah. And thinks he murdered her. So it's like, like all of a sudden, he has no idea what the fuck, like, yeah, why you, he's there. Could you imagine going through that and having no context of what happened? Yeah. Like, just, like, you just... No one's telling you what's up. I would have... I would have lost my shit yeah. so many and times. Having to eat the same food every day. Oh God! Just, I love I love myself some oh. fried dumplings. Like hook me up with gyoza all the like all day. No, that's like eating pierogies for fifteen day. years. That's pierogies for fifteen years. Yeah, I love me like I could fuck pierogies. <laughs> if there was an, ever a food on this planet that I could do that with, I feel like pierogies or French fries. I'll remember that. Like what I could do. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> In the Canadian remake where. <laughs> No, it'd be the Canadian uh, Sweden version. It'd be 15 minutes long. I'd just be like, "Hi, tortured Andrew." It'd be great. I mean, it'd be pierogies for 25 um, hours. You know what? Actually, like he um, during this montage of like years, uh, he breaks his mirror. He does twice. Yeah, and then they like slide him out. And he he's like himself. really bleeding. It took. I did not realize yeah. it took me until like until like later in the movie. Yeah. When he's out and he's got those two big scars on his wrist, I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah, he, he tried to kill. Those were the scenes of him trying to kill himself. Yeah, Shit. I mean, could you imagine? I'd be, I'd be done too. I'd be like, well, I'm gonna like if if I had been in there for years at this point, and it was the same routine, the same food, and I knew that my wife was dead on the outside, and I was framed for it, yeah. I, I'd be like, I'm gonna be here forever. Yeah. I'm going to be here forever. I might as well. Like, fuck this. And he's also, as we have not stopped to admit, a little bitch. Yeah. I'm sorry. The guy sucks. At the beginning, yeah. He's he sucks. A little bit of a so, like, he's not really a strong dude. And then he kind of, like, gets that, like, wingedness of, like, I'm going to learn karate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> four. He refers to it later. Four years in. Yeah. He starts kind of training himself. Yeah. To be uh, Because tougher. multiple times throughout the movie, he's like, there's 11 years of fake training mean i can actually do things out in the world yeah um and then he like kung fu's him his way into a hallway um <laughs> well no he tries he, to rape people he starts a well we're jumping ahead but he starts a fight with those punk kids and he steals a guy's cigarette and they're like let's go bro and he's like i'm going to kick all of your asses yeah um but yeah and even before then um 
he also starts writing down like all the wrongs that he can remember and he feels eight fucking i i paused and i counted he filled at least like eight journals like mm-hmm. six to eight journals okay full so of like wrongdoings of like, like dudes he's trying to figure out what, and, like, why he's wives there. he's fucked by you know and like because at one point his buddy later on wrenched and he was like, dude, can you remember all the wives of, uh, of that you've The 260 uh, yeah. husbands' names? Yeah, yeah, he's like, can you remember them? He's like, no. It's like, yeah. like, this is a guy that clearly, like, since his, like, adolescence has just sort of, like, taken advantage yeah. of people and been a total prick. Well, we see, we, well, there is a time, like, we do see a flashback of him as a teenager later, and he's kind of a tool bag. He's an asshole. Yeah. He's a straight-up douche. Kind of a douche. Um, you know... That's why, like, I okay. That's why the first time around watching this movie, I was like, I can, I can sympathize with this main character's motivations. I can get it. This time around, I was like, Ah, you deserve it. He also starts training. You deserve him. it. He also starts training himself. Um, yeah. Or yeah. while he's training himself, uh, a few years in, he decides to start tattooing himself. Mm-hmm. Like one line for every time he's there, and he's like, I had to do seven the first time, and I was like, Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's also when he starts it. trying to Shawshank his way out. Yeah. 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 Which is like it's kind of interesting too. Like he gets through his hand through one and gets to feel some rain at a certain point. Yeah, you know, and he brings it back in and he's like, "All right, this is great." And it's like you know, he has a semblance of hope there. He, I feel like he wouldn't have got out because they totally so. knew he was doing it. Yeah, they could see him the whole time. There's yeah. no way they're like he's uh, you know they're like let him do it. Later on, when we see like the camera angle for their surveillance of yeah. the room, I'm like they totally knew what was going on. Yeah, I bet the yeah. day he punched through and was like about to get the hole big enough to actually get through, everything would have been fucking yeah cemented over. I, I in my head, I thought I remember there being a scene like that, and I thought, oh, just watch next scene, it's cemented over, and it's gonna break him. Yeah. But I was like, oh no, they don't do it. They didn't do it. That's fair, whatever. I my brain that. made that up. I thought that was gonna happen. <laughs> I love that though because he's like. He gets his hand outside and he gets the brain and stuff. And he's like, one month I'll be free. Yeah. One month I'll be able to make the hole big enough to get out. And then the next day he wakes up outside. Yeah. It's such a cruel... It's like, all right, well, at least he was productive. Yeah, the next day they released him. Because there's a hypnotist lady that comes in, right? Yeah, the lady... The hypnotist comes in, um, like, that night and, like, hypnotizes him. Mm-hmm. And then he wakes up in the suitcase in a green green field on yeah. top of a fucking skyscraper <laughs> yeah a skyscraper with a bit of green lushness and he gets up and it's like and he sees that one dude with the dog yeah that's when we then it's like back to where the film started yeah where the dude with the dog is meant to tell him something is that basically it i don't know yeah right like the guy's on the roof and he's gonna jump off the the roof and that's kind of i was wondering plan. if the guy who the guy with the dog was also being released i was thinking maybe something like that too like yeah like like, there's a guy later on that walks up to him the phone and puts it on and says, don't even think about asking me questions. I don't know anything. Yeah, and then Means walks that, away. Yeah, the yeah, homeless guy. Yeah, so I think that the guy with the dog on the roof that's like, <laughs> yeah, is was just planted there. I've been like, hey, you want to kill yourself? Do it now. And he, before you do, tell him this thing about, you know, just may, although I may be a beast, don't I also deliver, or deserve to live or whatever. Something, yeah. Some shit like that. Uh, or the mercy of life or some crap I don't yeah. quite remember that part I think it's that I think yeah. you're right and then he saves you from falling off the thing and he's like I want to tell you my story and then he just gets up and walks away that's so good like he sits down and we get that whole spiel because it's him telling this dude his story to yeah. explain the voiceover narrative and shit and then he's like now I will tell you mine I just thought and that then he just gets up and leaves it's so fucking yeah. funny man I, I just assumed the voiceover was the letter oh it, I, yeah, yeah sure um, I think he had one good narrative way. down you know and he had to write it down but either way, yeah, <laughs> like they're sitting there talking, and then the guy's like, "Okay, yeah, this is why I was about to kill myself," and he's just like, "Not, 
Yeah. He just gets up, says nothing, gets up and walks over to the suitcase. <laughs> it's probably one of the best jokes of the whole fucking movie. Because it yeah. has these very, very rare moments of little like comedy in it. Yeah. That are like, oh, but this is just funny. He just he just like gets up and walks out. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. An asshole. And then there's this montage of him walking that out super and the guy creepy, falls. That super creepy scene of him in the elevator. Yes. That was weird. He's got like his back to this like yeah. search to the side and he's, he's just like, like a human woman and he's like <gasps> Yeah. And he can't handle it. That's doesn't so he, creepy. Doesn't he kind of like the way they handle sex in this whole movie? I know is very specific. No, but it's, it's also fucking weird. Creepy. No, it's fucking weird. It's actually one of my biggest gripes with. Yeah, them. I'm not gonna lie. There's moments in this movie where I was like, I don't want to root for this guy. And I get. That I don't want to root for this guy. This guy are sucks. differences in the sexual culture. I guess. of like our country and their country, especially back then, because that was 20 years ago. It's so um, Korea. But it's still like. What was sex like in Seoul, Korea 20 years ago? Right, like because like say like. Compare. I hate to compare it. Like I don't mean to necessarily compare it, but it's a similar situation to like Japanese films. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, stuff yeah. too, right? Like they have a very different, different sexual culture mm-hmm. of how sex, of how the genders were treated and and stuff like that, right? Um, I just want to cue in Cartman and be like, "It's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's wrong." So that's why we. That's why that's very much a part of why we're like. That's weird. It is. There's moments in this movie where I'm like, that's Where it would mean cool. something different to a Korean person. Yeah. It's it's the kind of movie now, too, where you show this certain groups, and they're going to... And then people are going to talk about the weird sexual, like, like weird, like, bad weird sexual tension in this movie. Yeah. Where it's like, ew. Yeah. At times, you're like, that's not cool. And like, yeah. whatever, you know? There's a so. few times in this movie where they do yeah. that. So he goes for a strut, right? And then, uh, what happens after that again? Uh, that's when... That's when dude falls off the roof Well, the shit. woman is yelling and, like, trying to get a cop to help her because he, he steals he her glasses. He steals her glasses, yeah. Um, and the cop's, like, just telling him to leave, basically. And then yeah. the cop car gets, like, crunched by the dude yeah, <laughs> with the dog off. from the top of the roof. Which I thought was like, that poor dog, that's not cool. Yeah. I was like, poor what the puppy. fuck? He's like, She'll, he'll die with me. And the dog's like, we're going on an adventure. And I was like, no idea. He's like, yeah. I love you. The dog's like, I'm just happy to be hanging out with you. Yeah. And then jumps off a fucking roof. Yeah. That's so mean. You're my only friend, Benji. Because that dog, like, plushy thing they had as the yeah. stuff, like, fucking goes flying. It, yeah. like, flings. I'm like, that thing's so dead. Yeah, 100%. Like, I was like, that guy's a jerk. Uh, but yeah, he deserves that's it he, to kill himself. Right after that, he, um, <laughs> he talks with the dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when he gets into the fight with the kids. Right, he like because they like call him a fucktard, and he's like, "TV doesn't teach you swears like that." And I'm like, "It does well, in the U.S., fucker." First, he like he goes down to them and like steals one of their cigarettes, and they're like, "Hey, fucktard!" And they push him over, and he's like, it's "Eleven years of training matter." Yeah, he's like, "Would it really work?" And then he fucking destroys them. Yeah, he beats the shit out of all of them, and he's like, "It, it does." <laughs> and then he wanders, and then he's like staring at a fish tank, and then the the homeless guy comes up and gives him a shit. Yeah, it gives him a cell phone and a wallet full of money. Yeah, which he has that moment, just like, whoa. Yeah, I'm back on top, baby. Uh, and then he goes to the restaurant. Yes, he goes to a very a, a restaurant, a very specific a, one, a Japanese restaurant, and yeah. asks to eat something alive. Something, yeah. And I was well, like, it's All a right. sushi restaurant. So yeah. I have one thing to talk about the scene. We'll talk about the like, little <laughs> cool scene he has with this nice, young, attractive yeah. young lady, which I, you know, and they hit it off and they flirt, and that's pretty cute, and all that shit. Yeah, uh, and then it doesn't. No, it's no, pretty it's cute. Not, Shut that's up. Not Shut cute. up. <laughs> it's not cute immediately after with nothing <coughs> no, that just, has to do with any kind of spoilery thing other than he's a rapey fuck. No, he is. Here's the one thing I want to talk about. Did you know he actually ate the fucking octopus alive? I can believe it. That fucked me up. That's the most disturbing scene in the entire goddamn movie. That yeah. fucked me that up. That happened. It's 
gross. I don't like that that's at all. That's a food. That's a, People do that. That's an octopus. Yeah. I could see it struggling on yeah. camera. I was like, that's fucked. Yeah. Look, I get it's a delicacy. I understand it's a real thing you can eat. That, that was fucked up. That didn't sit well with you. Right? That was like if you put a puppy on a plate and I watched someone eat a puppy and just been like, whatever, man, it's a delicacy. That fucked me up. Yeah. Do we also, <laughs> uh, we should also talk about why he went to that restaurant. Why do you go to that specific one? Because he he sits down and the sushi chef that he sits down in front of is this attractive young lady. Very attractive young lady. Um, and she looks at me and she's like, why do you look familiar? Yeah. And he's like, I don't, I know why you look familiar. I know you from this cooking show mm -hmm. that you were on because you were the youngest chef, the youngest Japanese chef in Korea. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh yeah, no. And in the, either in the inner monologue, like meaning dialogue that we hear or the voiceover that we hear. Yeah. It it's kind of it's a hundred percent that he's just like, I'm just another like Japanese bit or I'm just another Korean businessman sitting sitting in front of her. That's why she recognizes me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm just one of a million people that she's yeah, like, welcome back. And the way I'm looking like and kind of the way he's looking at her, you would expect them to know each other. Yeah. And it's because like that's the one that's one of the women that he saw on television all the yeah, time. That like, was the seen, yeah. That was seeing fifteen years ago. She's really like, and they, and you know, they, it's cute. She like likes him, you know. It's yeah, they really have a nice, nice, they have a nice it's conversation. So um, it's so cool. I'm not trying to be weird. <laughs> she brings him a live. She brings him a live octopus to eat. Yeah, um, and then he gets the a phone fuck? call. Yes, he does. He gets an immediate phone call and goes, "Do you like your clothes?" Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And then immediately he goes into like Kill Bill fucking red flash mode and is like, yeah. "Who the fuck are you?" Why would you imprison me? And everyone notices him get very tense and scream, and she leaves the room. I would honestly, I don't know if I would answer that phone call, to be honest. If, like, I got handed a wallet, like, if I got escaped the situation like that, or got released the situation like that, and then yeah. got hand, mysteriously got handed a cell phone and a wallet full of money, I don't know if I would answer that phone. I would. I don't know. <laughs> Do you know why I hate Odaiso so much? I'm Odaiso. <laughs> no. You might want to rethink that. Yeah, no, yeah, no. That opinion of yourself. I know, by the, at least by the end of the movie, for sure. Um, but yeah, basically, he goes crazy on the phone and then falls asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, he passes out, and then she, Mido, the sushi chef, yeah. decides to push him to cat. Take the him. crazy man home take, and read his shit. Yeah, right? Take the crazy man home and read yeah. his shit. Because he wakes up and she's reading his journals. Yeah, it's fucking... Yeah. And so she gets a, a quick sum up not a, you know, of everything. Of everything without having to be like, I want to tell you my story. Yeah. She knows his story. She read it. Yeah, um, so, all right. and then she goes to the bathroom and he tries to rape her. Yeah. And then... The it's kind of like she gets up and she's like, I'm, I'm being slightly yeah. dainty and flirty, but also don't you try anything yeah. funny, mister, because... I have a knife with me. I got a knife with me. And he immediately runs into the room and attempts to aggressively come on to her. Yeah. He's he, Yeah, no, he, I know. He tries it's, to rape her, dude. I know. And this is this is the moment I gave up on him as a, as a main character. Yeah. This is when I was like, I don't care, he deserves it. Um, and like, then that's I when immediately... I gave, that's when I said to myself, Griffith did nothing wrong. <laughs> and then immediately after that, I kind of gave up on her a little bit. Because she yes. comes out of the bathroom and is like consoling him. He's yeah. like, I should, like, I should die for I what I've done. You. And then she's like, and yeah, I'm sorry. I, I brought you here and I'm not sleeping with you. I'm a bad woman. What the fuck yeah. is that? And then proceeds to be like, you know, I'm just not ready yet. Yeah. I will tell you when I'm ready by singing this song. And then you better make sure that you're fucking ready to pound me. Because yeah. I might fight back, but just give it to me anyway. And I'm just yeah. like, that's icky. Yep. It's like, I don't understand... 
why this character is saying these things. When I when I think about it, I'm like, a dude wrote this. <laughs> a dude wrote this. A dude wrote this, and, and not just any dude, but like a dude dude wrote this. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I I hate to admit, like okay, I'm gonna veer off here for a second and go into personal opinion territory. I remember talking highly about this movie. Yeah, and since rewatching it, I would tell people to watch the remake. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say, I'm like, looks. Uh, this movie's got uh, more, weirdly at this point, kind of more merit. I don't know. I disagree with you. I would say if they haven't seen either the remake or this one, yeah. definitely watch this one. No, watch this first and then yeah. be like, okay, and then know that there's a very well-made remake. Yeah. You yeah. Know? With Josh Brolin as, as our as, character. As the who's a tremendously more likable guy. <laughs> Where yeah. I, I sympathize more with what he's gone through. Where this guy, I'm like, he deserves it. Yeah. He deserves it. Because there is no weird almost raping somebody scene from yeah. Josh Brolin in the fucking remake. But no, there is in this one. And, ah. Yeah, I'm not a fan. It, it's this, that scene specifically among any other scenes, I like was like, oh, I'm not going to recommend this to some people. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, that definitely excluded some people from right. the recommendations. Um, right? Because I was like, I don't, have to, I don't want to explain Korean sexual culture 20 years ago. Yeah. That's written through well, the lens there. of kind of a dude bro from Korea. I don't know how to explain that. <laughs> uh, and then after that, they decide to start. Uh, he decides to start looking into why he was where he was kept and shit. Yeah. Um, oh, he was also told on the phone he has five days to figure out who the hell did this, or else. That's not yet. Oh, that's not yet. That's I thought he was told that on the phone. Nope. Oh my bad. He's told that in person. Well, fuck. Yeah. By our villain. Can we talk about it? Uh, kind of no. No. Uh, because. He, after eating dozens and dozens of oh, different dumplings. restaurants of yes. dumplings, he, uh, well, we'll cut a little bit. He remembers that he pulled a piece of, like, wrapper out of his mouth one time yeah. and saw that a partial name and knows that it ends in Blue Dragon. Yeah, yeah. So he's trying every restaurant that has Blue Dragon in the name's dumplings, Yeah. which must be a fucking lot. We see like the there's another montage of him doing that, and yeah. it's at least like a dozen, yeah, until yeah. he finds it. It's well, so funny after the very first in the very first like time that they're trying, she's like before he even eats it, she's like, "Are those the ones? Are those it?" And he's just the manga the voiceover is like, "I haven't even tasted it yet." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, "Oh," it's like ooh, another comedy moment. Oh no. But yeah, then we get the montage room going to all these different places to get dumplings, and yeah. like, I also at this point, as a as a viewer that didn't under, didn't hadn't seen the film before, I was going, man, she really is into this older dude. Yeah, like you're watching him throw up and do like if like if this was our first date, this would be some red flags. I'd well, be like, this guy's fucking weird. But if a guy came like if you were talking to a woman know, and got a little closer with them, yeah. and they gave you this incredible story about how they were imprisoned for 15 years and they're going on this like. Maybe trip to a, like trip of vengeance to find out who did it and stuff. Would you not stick around to find out what happened? I ask you, is she hot? Well, you would find her. Attractive or does she in look like Odaiso because he's not attractive? <laughs> um, well, in that situation, you're Mido, so obviously you would. Fuck oh, her, in this so. situation, I'm Mido. Yeah, you know what I mean. She's not innocent either. This is fucked up. <laughs> yeah. How old do you think she is? Twenty. I, that's what I thought. Like, by my maybe 20. By my maybe even, like, 18. I was, by my calculations, she's 18. Yeah, 18. Yeah, we'll go into that. We'll go into that, yep. that a bit. Yep. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Don't take you anything away yet. No, um, I but he also, does find it. He I want to veer off and say this film is visually captivating. It is. So, there are some very good scenes. Yes, because I, I just shat on it for like two minutes. Yeah, but it is a very good looking film. Very visually, very visually yeah, appealing. It's very well shot. Yeah. Beautiful movie. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. No, Terrible. It, it's a it's a very well shot movie. It's the scenes. Some shots are very well set up. Like very one of my up. favorite shots in like cinema is in this movie. Yeah, and um, is, is it like towards the end? He starts getting upset with her for texting somebody or having IM messages with someone. Isn't that where they um, hear well, off a little he's, uh, He gets to. He kind of figures out through looking through the phone book and, um, and tasting where like the restaurant that they're from. Yeah. Um, but while he's kind of looking through the phone book, she's on like some video, like some webcam messaging site. Yeah. Um, and like it becomes apparent that she's talking to the guy that imprisoned him, because he makes a comment about. Yeah, that about part. Him. That was like a weird forced plot point that I didn't quite. At first, I was like, "What happened?" Yeah. And I rewound it and I watched it. And I was like, "You understand why?" Peter. What? Well, yeah, I know. Yeah. I, know. I was kind of like, "Wait a minute." That's just, whatever. Because yeah. then he gets upset with her, right? Well, and I would be too, because she's like, yeah, I've been talking to him for a little while. That would immediately set off red flags for me too. And she like, she admits that she's like, I'm talking to the guy that imprisoned you. Well, she's she admits that she's been talking to him for like longer than she's known him. Yeah. Like longer than she's known about Daiso. Oh, okay. Um, so that's a little red flag for him. Yeah. like, yeah. that's the dude who fucking imprisoned me. Yeah. And he's like, you can't be trusted anymore. Yeah. So he rips the page out of the phone book. Yeah. Goes to the restaurant and then on foot chases after the delivery guy. Yeah, which is, I was like, all right, cool. And then complains about it in the letter. He's like, we passed five other Chinese restaurants between there and there. Why did they order from so far away? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but he finds out, like, he finds the place and he follow, He go, goes in the elevator with the delivery guy. Yeah. He's like, hey, tell your chef to lay off the scallions and those. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, sure. Um, and then he gets a hammer and he starts fucking people up. Yeah, dude, that's pretty cool. Like, okay, so this is like, this is a redeeming point. This is a, a big redeeming point because this is one of the selling points of the movie where I'm like, look, even if you don't like some of the subject matter of this film, know what the theme, like, know what the hallway scene is. The hallway scene is iconic. Yeah. Like, this is why people, like, kind of love this movie. The hallway scene's not quite yet, though. I know, but it's yeah. we're getting there. We are, we are right around. That's the corner. right, we are. I forgot there's yeah. this part. Sorry. He um he takes out the guy like the kind of the, the head guy, the guy who's at the elevator, um and then he manages to break into like the the manager or the yeah. warden. I don't know office, the I head guess. of that organization. I don't know what it is. There's yeah. some sort of game. He's on the phone, and we find out this is basically a private prison. Yeah, that's kind of what I got. I was like, okay, yeah. so this is like a prison for like when you're when you're affiliated with organized crime. And they want to punish someone, or they need to like. Or you're super or, rich. Yeah, or you're super yeah. rich, right? Or you need to hide, or something like that. It's like this is like a private stay, because they yeah. talk about their guests or whatever, and like, like Odaiso's situation was like he was forced to stay there and had a certain other person yeah. paying for his sort of care. But I guess some of these other guys they can get to do, they can do other shit. Well, on the phone, uh, he's on the phone while all this is happening, um, and we hear him talking about how much it would cost to take somebody in yeah um and depending on that person's security and the amount that they're willing to be paid their men can go grab them or it's, or they can arrange to have them grabbed elsewhere and dropped off at a certain place shit like that yeah, yeah. he's basically like 
You pay me $3,000, we'll house him. You pay me $6,000, we'll go get him. Unless he has security, then our fee goes up or you have to like yeah. find somebody yeah. else to do it. Um, and then, yeah, old Daisu just starts in on the guy. Yep. He just starts ripping his teeth out with that hammer. Yeah, we cut to him to like tape to the fucking chair and he's just like, I'm going to start taking your teeth. And he takes out a bunch of these a guys' couple. fucking teeth. Yeah. And like at this point, he's, old is probably feeling pretty he's good. Like seven or eight. Yeah, he's probably feeling like, yeah, fuck these guys. Yeah. He's taking one out for every year. He gets to seven. Yeah. And then eventually the guy starts to like spill the beans on what happened because he. Well, he's well, like, he straight, up guys, tells him, he, he straight up tells him, like, I don't know much, but I recorded the phone call. Yeah. Yeah. And like gives him the tape. There we go. Because this guy's been running, like, all, all these people look like they should, are not old enough to be like the time differences that they say. Like, it doesn't. This guy doesn't look like he's been running that prison for over 15 years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't. He looks kind of youngish. Yeah. You know? Also, though people age differently they're that's all true. maybe they're all out there just putting moisturizer on and shit that's know. very fair uh, oh daiso looks old diet. as fuck though yeah he looks old as fuck um, he looks like the only person old enough to be the character he's playing in this movie <laughs> yeah but yeah daiso gets the tape yep um he also finds out that he was hypnotized at least three times yeah i think that's at this point yeah yeah um and then it's the hallway scene yeah, there we the, go. One of the scenes that this movie is known for. Yeah. Like the scene this movie is known for. Oh, too, like, sorry, I'm yawning. Oh, my God. He, like, pushes the head honcho guy through, and he's just like, he's lost a lot of blood. Get him. Or, like, who are yeah, AV-type type blood? Who are the universal blood donors? Yeah. Yeah, he's like, this guy's lost a lot of blood. Take him, and he throws him off. And then, like, dives into having this, like, just... It basically switches angle to, like, a side-scroller beat-em-up game. Yeah. And it's that. He just fucking fights, like, 30 dudes in a hallway. Yeah. And it is... It still stands. It's pretty fucking good. It does, yeah. Like, um, I, like I watching, I was like, is this still going to be that good? And you know what? Yeah, it's fun. It's yeah. a good scene. Yeah. You know, it still really works for me. I've seen a lot of hallway fight scenes. There are a lot of them in Star Wars. <laughs> uh, yeah. But that said, this is pretty good. This is up there. You know, and there's no fancy, weird kung fu shit going on. This is just like a bunch of dudes beating the fucking shit out of each yeah. other. Yeah. Or at By least the all I'm trying to go one guy. Trying to really beat the shit out of one guy. By the time he gets to the other side of the hallway, though, they just want nothing to do with him. Yeah, they're like, fuck this. He's he's not going to give up. Yeah, they're just like, fuck this dude in particular. I, I always forget, too, that in his, like, training, he, like, broke his hand at one point, And then, like... He broke his like, wrist, yeah. Yeah, and then, like, he had to, like... He's got these, like, deep back of fucking calluses on his knuckles that, like, he doesn't feel shit on his fucking hands anymore. So he's it's like he's got these, like wadded up punching glove hands which yeah. they don't go into great detail they just show his like callus on his knuckles a bunch and then he so the I, calluses on his knuckle are, knuckles are pretty crazy yeah plus I also feel like this guy's on a level of like just not really caring about pain as much anymore yeah like he's just very mad you know yeah for some personal reasons like whatever well, I guess 15 years stuck in a you know and he's gotta let some uh, anger out the thing that I think about too though is some of the guys that he's fighting in this hallway scene weren't even a part of the gang Probably when yeah. he got put in there, yeah, and like they probably were like some of these guys probably grew up around that area or grew up in this system and like knew of him, you know, and just were like, oh, it's that fucking that one guy, you know, and so like it's just kind of funny that they're all like they're fighting this like <laughs> this just really pissed off prisoner. Yeah, but he takes <laughs> it to a man like they like yeah. he said like they want nothing like 
There's like a dozen to 15 of them, and they want nothing to do with yeah. them by the end of that. I guess, yeah, it's like at least, I'd say at least 20 dudes. Yeah. I would say solidly, because like there's there's enough to swarm them, and you like, get up a bunch. Of, anyway, I won't spoil yeah, the fight. You know all about 20 dudes. Yeah. So you know, oh, yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then he gets into an elevator, and you think it's going to be another fight scene, but then he just cuts to the elevator opening on the ground yeah. floor, and everybody falling out except Odaisu. <laughs> did you do what I did, and I did sort of like the physics of how that fight would have went in that elevator? I'm like, no one would have been yeah. Like, what the hell's happening? That elevator was pretty bad. Yeah, I was yeah. like, no one's fighting in that thing. So did he fight them on the outside of the elevator and then put them all in? I don't know. Just for the, the exit? Yeah. And I'm like, I, I had a moment as a filmmaker, I was like, uh... Well, I'm not really a filmmaker, but <laughs> I had a moment as, a, as an audience member, and I was like, I'm not sure i buy that part. But whatever, it still was funny and cool. Yeah. But yeah, hallway scene, um, 10 out of 10. Yeah, that's... Of, of all the scenes in this film, it's one of the best takeaways. A hundred percent. And there are very few fight scenes like that in the film after this. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of the last fight scene. For a while, till the very, very end. Yeah, and that's not even really a fight scene. Yeah, because <laughs> I did notice that there was a point in me where, like, this does, like, a Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2 kind of thing, where, like, yeah. it's very action-packed for the first, like, hour, then the next hour is, like, let's do exposition and backstory. Well, that was kind of how you I know? broke it up in my viewing. Yeah. Um, I watched it, like, the first hour, and then I kind of took a break, and, like, yeah, I got kinda, food. And me too. I got some chips, came back. YouTube and stuff, and, I, and I, came I, back to it a couple hours later. Yeah, I settled in for some Odaiso backstory. Yeah. Yeah, because it's revealed that, because um, I think right after this, he meets up with uh, with our villain in person, right? Yeah, uh, he stumbles down the street covered in blood with yeah. a knife sticking out of his back. Yeah. Um, and a guy helps him into... Some random dude just runs up and he's like, hey, yeah. I'm going to help you out. And he's like, you got to get into this cab. And then yeah. gives him an exact address with money. And then as you see, yeah. our villain just waves. And a hanky. And a hanky yep. that is the exact same as the umbrella. Yep. Yep. And then they go to this very specific address, right? Yeah, he gives her, um... He, well, he also, oh, doesn't he talk to his buddy in there, too? I don't think he talks to his buddy until a little bit later. Okay. Um... Oh, no, he does, um... He gets healed up by the... girl. And then... Ends up talking to his buddy, because he wakes up in the apartment. Oh, yeah, wait, he goes back to Mito's, right? And then he talks, yeah, he goes back to Mito's, uh, and then he's talking to his buddy, uh, Ryujin, who now owns an internet cafe, and... It's not a good look for him. Ryujin looks up um, the username of the guy that she was talking to, which is Evergreen, mm. um, and finds an address and a name. <laughs> And the name is uh, Sudaio, and I'm like, you guys are fucking dumb if you didn't see that right away. <laughs> it's literally Odaisu backwards. <laughs> yeah, it's these... literally just the three, the three like things that make up Odaisu, just the yeah, other way but around. Anyway, these guys are mouth breathers. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the address that he gives them is literally across the street. Yeah. On the same floor. And so is he like book it right there immediately? Yeah. Yeah. Because when he listens, when he listens to the tape, it. Um, like earlier in the film when he listens uh, while he's listening to the tape yeah um, we see like a person taking pictures of him from a from like from that angle yeah yeah um, and we find out that it's evergreen and that's the guy who locked him up yeah yeah he walks up and there's evergreen or whatever who is our I guess he doesn't reveal himself right away but he's evergreen that's not the name yeah that's yeah. not the name he uses he just uses evergreen yeah. evergreen evergreen's evergreen. bodyguard yeah 
Whereas Evergreen's bodyguard is fucking weird, man. Yeah, he's, he's a weird guy. kind of like... I hate to compare it because it's another Asian, like, role. Um, but he's kind of like odd job. A little bit. Yeah. He's kind of he's kind of like the silent, like, don't just, fuck with me. Yeah, he's just sitting there being all John Wick. Yeah. You know, he's just like, try me. Well, actually, yeah, no, he's just like, come guns. at me, bro. He's just like... He's got his own personal, like... Martial arts master bodyguard, basically. Yeah. Which, like, secures him being uh, just a, a, a mustache twiddling villain the whole time. Yeah. A little bit. I'm just gonna call this guy Griffith, because that's who he is. Yeah, do it yeah, up. he's Griffith. But yeah, he talks about, he, gets, he basically says you have five days to, like, figure out why. Yeah, to figure out who I am and why I locked you up. Yeah. Yeah, he's if like, you do that, I'll kill myself. Yeah. Oh. So he's got this, like, he talks about this heart thing he's got going on. Well, he and goes he has to, a device. Like, yeah, he goes to like he actually gets past the bodyguard and goes to like rip his teeth out or something, and he's like, no. And but also at this point, um, and I should have said this before he left, he has Mito tied up to the bed. Oh, and is like fuck. yelling at her. About oh my how god! Can't trust her. I forgot. I hate this. Yeah. And there's a second just really horrible like degrading scene. Yeah. Where like yeah he goes back to Mito's place and like ties her to the bed. And yeah. then, like, to try to get answers and shit out of her. Yeah, and just on top of her screaming in her face. And I'm like, God damn it, man. Like, yeah. fuck, dude. Like, really? Like, I don't, I don't root for this guy. Yeah. That's like, as an audience member, like, I'm not into, I don't, I don't root for him right now. I'm like, this guy deserves it. Yeah. He but then, still uh, deserves it. He runs across the street and he gets into the conversation with, uh, for right now, we'll call him Evergreen. Yeah. Um, and, Evergreen's like, dude, like, I'd be dead before you even got the first tooth out mm-hmm. because I have a weak heart and it's like I basically have a pacemaker, pacemaker. Yeah. And I had the doctor who put it in putting a switch so that I can remotely turn it off if I want to. And he like shows him the remote control and he's like, do it, motherfucker. Yeah. And I just kill myself in so an I w- instant. I will say in the remake, I feel like. Diabolical. Yeah. I feel like in the remake, the whole weak heart thing is explained a lot better. Yeah. Because there's a lot of backstory to it. Man, I'm going to watch the remake. <laughs> My notes for that part are just Evergreen is a crazy man with a shit ton of money. Yeah, that's yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, Mr. Zinkaiju mode. He is a little bit. Yeah, he's like, let's fucking fuck up the recording. Uh, but yeah, then he like they lay out like, this is what you're going to do. Also, apparently Korea has a statute of limitations on murder, which has run out. So Odaisu is no longer on the hook for her murder. Oh. Uh, for his wife's murder. Interesting. Yeah, I caught that. I'm like, really? Because here we don't. Like, you kill somebody, like, murder charges don't have a statute of limitations. Yeah, you're just, you murder someone forever. Yeah, like you, until they murderer. catch you, they're looking for you. Um, yeah. Which was kind of weird for me, but whatever. Yeah, they're, they're just like, oh, it's been 15 years. No one cares. You're like, yeah. what? No one cares? Um, but yeah, he, uh, he got, he, like, lays everything out for him, and then he's like, oh, hey, like, why are you over here? And you've been over here for a long time and you left Mito tied up. Yeah. And so he runs, he books it back to Mito's yeah, apartment. Like, you, you left the door open too. Yeah. Or something like that. And um, fucking Captain Goldteeth, yeah. the guy who ran the prison and a bunch of his goons are there and have her... Yeah, he's got fixed gold teeth. Have her laid bare. They were definitely assaulting her. Yes, they definitely unpleasant. were. And yeah, they're like she's there and she like she's just like the bed's propped up and she her chest it's open. Yeah. and there's a bunch of really gross sweaty just dudes, dirty sweaty fucking uh, gang members. Yeah, I just like in my brain I'm like, what kind of movie am I watching right now? Do you think that all of the sweaty nasty gang member dudes were really PG? 
off screen, <laughs> I'm gonna guess they weren't. Yeah. And so, oh man, I just. Yeah, this poor woman. Yeah, I just feel bad. It's like, I would, I, I would only talk about Old Boy to other people I know have seen Old Boy and want to talk about Old Boy. But otherwise, it's not something. That, you should watch this movie. Like, like you lose like. To quote Bruce Campbell, for some reason you lose 50% of the audience at this point. Or 50%. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like all the women just decide to leave. Yeah. No, you that's know? fair. You know? Like, why would they keep what, watching this movie? To, this I get what, what scene he would be referring to to that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Evil Dead reference. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, and then they fucking... First of all, this guy got his golden teeth set up fast. Yeah, those he were recovered quick. Because this is like the next day. Well, it's, it exists on manga logic. Yeah. I also say too, I did some research on the manga. It does not have any of these characters really carry over. It's not even really a similar story. Really? It focuses more on being imprisoned and then revenge for being imprisoned. Oh, huh. Yeah, it really doesn't. Like, maybe this twist is in there. I haven't read it, but from what I understand, it's not a huge part of it. Yeah. And I was like, okay. But anyway. So. But yeah, then he, he uh, doesn't fight these guys, basically gets a phone call. And he it's, wants and to. It's Evergreen being like, oh no, wait, Gex, they, they, um, they... Well, they're holding him, they're holding him, and he starts sliding a knife out. Yeah. Um, and stuff, because they're about to start pulling his teeth out. Yeah. And then the warden, I'm just going to call him the warden. Yep. Um, gets a phone call right yep. before he is about to pull one out. Yep. Um, Which I think is a very funny scene, too, because he, yeah. like, hears a phone call, and then we cut to just, like, a suitcase of money. Oh, yeah, then it's, uh, the, the bodyguard, the white-haired bodyguard walks in with a suitcase full of money, yeah. and the guy's just like... Okay, cool. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, but this, the, the director does this to us multiple times. He like he edges us about something, and then he just ruins it because it's like, oh, he's about to get free. He's already released. Yeah. Um. He's, uh, Odaisu is about to pull out a knife and fuck all these guys up. Yep. Phone call, suitcase of money, no fight needed. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as that bag of money or that suitcase of money showed up, I immediately in my brain went X Mach, and I was like, okay, well, so yeah. Alrighty. But there's a scene there that I really like where he's like, like, I'm going to cut your hand off because you touch Mito's breasts. Yeah. And then as he's walking out, he's like, yeah, but what about my tongue? I'm like, oh. Yeah. And he's like, what about my tongue though? Which means that they, dude, they, she got, yeah. she was raped. She was clearly raped. Quite possibly. Yeah. It is not a good situation. Or was very much a sexually assaulted she, by yeah, like, um, she was all of them. Definitely like, group assaulted. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, and I just thought, I was like, how is this lady still in? Because directly after this, for some somehow they have a car. Uh, it's a rental car? It's a rental car? Okay, I didn't catch that they part. Clear that they, uh, I leaned down to get chips. And yeah, clearly they say sense. that later on. They, like, they don't show you him renting oh, it. But okay. they, uh, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, while they're in the rental car because he fills her in on what the guy says he's going to do to her and stuff. Yeah. Because there is a funny, there is kind of a haha moment when she's still tied to the bed and everybody's laughing. He's like laying there because he took a baseball bat to the face. Yep. And she's like, you fucking trust me now, motherfucker? Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> I do, I actually think it's really funny the warden, like, he looks at the money and he's like, yeah, all right, we're good. They close yeah. it up and he, and he just like, for a second, takes a beat, grabs a baseball bat. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, all right. this time. Just like one smack. Um, and I then, thought it was pretty funny. And then a bunch of ickiness happens because she's crying in the car about how this guy wants to kill her. She's just been group assaulted. Yep. And then she starts singing the fuck me song. Yeah. And then it's the most awkward sex scene I have ever seen in my life. The most uncomfortable sex scene I have ever seen. I don't know seen what you're talking about. That was hot and beautiful. And oh. I thought it was really, I think they're in love. That's. And I thought it was natural. 
They were yeah, supposed to be. They do I fall in love, great. and they talk about it afterwards. But that was such an awkward scene. I don't know. I dislike <laughs> it. I was so no. uncomfortable. Yeah, it's with a little, that. it's a little weird. It's a little weird, but whatever. It's supposed to be. Yeah, that's the point. And I then, also feel like it's supposed to be a little bit like, like you're supposed to be like, nice a little yeah. bit for reasons later. Yeah. Anyway, though. So yes, awkward. Sex it's like scenes. it definitely starts out. Did really, you watch really the sex scene with your mom? No, I watched it with my partner. Did you watch it with Danny? Yeah. What did Danny think? Danny, what did I, Danny think of this movie? That it was also icky. It was weird? Did yeah. she know? Did Has Danny ever seen it? Uh, no, but she read the Wikipedia of it before oh, we watched it. Because we were going to watch it, and then it wasn't dubbed, and it was just too late for us to watch the sub movie. So I uh, guess she... Uh, she just read ahead? Yeah. I don't like that. Nah. She That's... wasn't going to watch... She wasn't really watch. She wasn't really watching it when I had it on anyway, so she wouldn't have been able to follow. Whatever. All right, okay. Well, let's, let's move past it. So there's an icky sex scene. Super icky. And then they wake up, and fucking the dude was... Griffith was in their room. Griffith was checking it out, man. Yeah, and then he, he like, gasses, cuddles them for he, a little bit. No, he, he gasses, gasses the room, yeah. and then comes in in a gas mask, and, and then like, just, like, touches like, her, like, bum, and he's bit. like, look at us all together. Isn't yeah. this cute? And then he this leaves is great. And he's like, dee, 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 dee. <laughs> like yeah. drops a fucking. This guy's the Joker to me, all right? Yeah. And then drops like, you know, like yeah, a present, and then fucks off. Yeah. Which and they wait. It just cuts open. to them. It just cuts to them like very stressed, standing there, like just having woken up, like probably still naked. Yeah. And just like they have the curtain, or they have like the blanket around both of them. Yeah. yeah. And they're just standing there looking at the present, and then the box like falls open. And it's the dude's hand. Yeah. And it's like the she just passes hand. out. It's the warden's hand. Yeah. Which was a gift to him. I guess a gift, right? Yeah. Because he touched Mido's breast. Yeah. Ooh. Um, but then that also tells uh, Odaisu that he is bugged. Yes. He has bug. He has listening devices on him. Yep. Yeah. So he's got to get rid of all the bugs. Yeah. So the next scene is they go to... A tech store. They're probably and... in his clothes for fuck's sake. Yeah, the, well, we he gets them removed. How do you like your clothes? That... They're full of bugs. Yeah, he he finds out, like, and they show them taking the bugs off of the clothing. That like yeah. they're in the shoe, they're in um, they're in the shoe, they're in like all sorts of like the lining of the clothing and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And he gets them. He gets them all removed. Yep, he gets them all taken out. And so then they, they decide to go on like a journey, right? They're like, we're, we gotta find him and we gotta stop him, pretty much. Yeah. Well, they're in the. Um, they're in the. She loves him. Yeah. She's, she's in still love with, with Odysseus. And she's going through like businesses Mido. that have Evergreen yeah. um, in the title. Well, because isn't this where he goes and talks to his buddy? Yeah, this is where they're in the uh, they're in the internet cafe with, yeah. with Ryzen. I do like um, this. I do like this buddy gives him a hug and he's like, oh my god, like, oh, you know. Yeah, uh, and then she's sitting there reading off the, the different businesses. And then, like, she said, she talks about a school. Yeah. Um, and then she keeps going. And then they both just, from both sides, and just like, and, like, back it up to the school. Yeah. And then they go on a road trip up to the school with the guy, but the buddy stays yeah. at the internet cafe. Yeah. Office. Because yeah. they're all uh, old boys from this old, this yeah. fucking weird academy. This from like, the like Evergreen a... High School. Yeah. Evergreen something high school. Because I, I know, like, I don't know. It's a Catholic high school, it looks like? I guess, yeah, because there's nuns. Yeah. There's nuns. So, yeah, we go. Because what does he do? He goes to this place and then. Uh, looks for the. Well, that was the high school that he, he went bang to. bang again or something? Well, well no, he went to the place? school. Um, so they we look. Get this, we get this. They look at the class, at yeah. the class uh, lists, at the yearbooks for when he was there. 
and try to figure out like who could have a problem with him. Yeah. And then yeah. he sees the guy's face. Um, and in the yearbook because he's just, he grew up with him. Yeah. Um, he sees the guy's face in the yearbook and calls his buddy up and is like, "Hey, what can you tell me about Lee Woo Jin?" Yeah. Okay. Our villain yeah. Griffith's name. Lee Woo Jin. Um, he's like, hey, like, what they can you tell me? Went to high school. Yeah. yeah. He's like, what can you tell me about Lee Woo Jin? Ooh. And it ends up. He, he's like, it ends up they through that they get to um, ca- uh, talk about his sister. Yeah. About how his sister was a slut. His sister was a slut. Uh, she presented as a nice Christian girl, but was fucking dirty whore. Moved. What the uh, hell, man? And ended up killing herself. Yeah. And then she yeah. died. Jumped off the dam. Yep. Yeah, no. because she was a slut. Sorry, because she was a slut. Apparently, <laughs> I think the theme of this movie is we don't treat the women slattern. right. Like so, like why should why should I as an audience member treat women right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, no, but it's a uh, yeah. Um, it's like you can get together that one, Brent. No. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, 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 no. She, no, no. yeah, she, nah, uh, she. There's a rumor about her being a promiscuous lady, and then she, yeah. she dies. And Ryujin talking about that gets him killed. Because we find yep. out that Lee Jin is sitting on the opposite side of the desk from Ryujin. Yep. And hears like- him talking about how his sister is a slut and like pops the CD out of the CD thing, snaps it in half and just goes stabs him with it. Yeah, which I really like that whole scene. <laughs> that would suck to die. And out, then right? grabs the phone and goes, my sister was not a slut, Daiso. Yeah. And fuck you, and you know. Yeah, he died because of you. Yeah, your friend died because of you. And he's like, whoa! And then he's, on the other side, you can tell Daiso is just like, oh, my friend! Yeah. Oh, no! You know, he's all upset and stuff. And then, and then we get we get the flash, the big flashback, right? Yeah, well, first, um, he drops uh, Mido yeah. to make sure that she's safe. He drops her with the warden. Yep. Cause what? Logic. Yeah. That's the okay. So yeah, they they go back there. The logic being that the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. So he pays them to like keep her there against her will, but to keep her very comfortable and safe. Yeah. Had to. Uh, they had to change. We find out they had to change buildings because of his right. Because the, the warden goes up to him and, and the warden's got like a fucking rubber. hand. Yeah, he's got a fake hand already. Yeah. This like, is this a guy, guy gets healed quick. This guy's in a very good mood to be losing parts of himself very yeah. frequently. Like he's just like, and oh, the hey, dice gives with him the ring. ring. Okay, back. cool. I guess. He's like, oh, my wife will be so happy. Yeah. It's, it's like, like oh. all right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then he, then we see um, the flashback. Okay. Yeah. Um, where he realizes, well, he goes and talks to, um, he goes and talks to a hairdresser. Yes, um, which he, is also an old classmate of theirs, right? Yeah. And, and then she, he asks about like, you know, blah, 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 this Wee Jin and his sister. And then she's like, oh, actually, I, I heard it from, from, what's his name? Well, she calls a but she calls her friend, mm-hmm. um, who's like, oh yeah, no, like all those rumors and stuff were started by Ryujin, and he said he heard them from you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he remembers, or starts to remember, and it goes into this flashback. But first, we see him like, and during the flashback, uh, we see him wandering a school completely yep. unharassed by any teachers or students. Yeah, he goes exactly, which makes me think this is either happening in his head or he just went there during the summer. Yeah, there's no one there. Well, I don't know what the school year is like in in Korea, so that's fair, that's right? Completely fair. possible, or it might be a shut down school. Yeah. No. we get this kind of like walk through memory lane thing where he's like there to witness like his younger self interacting with other people. Yeah, and it's like the days. So it flashes back to the day before he moves to he transfers. Yeah, yeah, he transfers to Seoul, um, and he's like being a dink on his last day of school. He's smoking. He's flirting with everybody, yeah. and then he flirts with this girl on a red bike. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who is Lee Woo Jin's sister? Yeah. Yep. 
Um, just, and it's kind of funny. He like falls over on the fucking monkey bars, and he's yeah. just like, "What's going on? I'm having, you want a cigarette?" She's like, "No." He's like, "I guess you stuck." Yeah. And she checks her watch, and she's like, "I gotta go." Yeah. Zips off, and he goes. I mean, it's actually a fairly pleasant exchange between the two of them. Sure. Like, he totally could have made some work there. No, like I don't know what like, rebu- like rambunctious and troublemaking young boys or teenage boys of, of Korea look like, but like, he looks like a wad. Yeah. Okay, he's just like a wad. I don't know. He just he's got this kind of like. That's no, like a be... school uniform, probably or something. Okay. He's yeah. he, he's dressed like I want to be seen as a badass kind of look, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I don't like him. <laughs> I still don't like him in this, and his flashback yeah. does not make me like him more. Um, but yeah, then he sees, um, he remembers that he saw Lee Woo-jin running down a hallway, and he starts following him, mm-hmm. and he starts retracing his steps. And this is actually pretty cool. It's pretty well shot. Yep. It's basically like he's chasing his younger self, who's chasing Lee Woo-jin. Yep. Yep. Um, I like the whole sequence. It was cool. Yeah, it is. But fuck, that place has so many stairs. It's true. It's very true. That is just a maze of stairs. And that makes me wonder, too, like, how much of that we can trust as well and how much of that is just, like, just the him, wanderings yeah. of his mind. Yeah, because he's um, kind of, like, a doorway and his memories opened up because he's wronged so many people. Yeah. Like, isn't it, like, when he meets up with, or, like, first time he, like, crosses paths with Lee Woo-jin, he's like, is it blah, 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 or blah, 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 and it's just naming up all these people he's he's pretty sure have, like, are, are, have come to get yeah. him. You know, anyway, though. Um, no, he, he, uh... Earlier, we Ryujin gives him the advice to think about the people closer to him, mm-hmm. because he's like, "Do you remember the name of all the two hundred and sixty husbands of the wives that you like did stuff with?" And he's like, "No." Yeah, he's like, "No, I don't." Um, but yeah, then he he stops. He he hears Li Wujin and like a commotion, so he stops and he's looking through a cracked window yeah. at Li Wujin uh, chasing around his sister, taking pictures. Yep, because he's a photographer. Yep, yep. Um, and then it gets weird. Yeah, and then uh, like and, he's and clearly then he's Game like, of Thronesy. Yeah, I guess a little bit Cersei Lannister, Jamie Lannister. Yeah, and there's like, oh, you, I'm gonna take pictures of you. Cool, I'm gonna take off your underwear, yeah. and then I'm gonna we're gonna fuck. <laughs> yeah, well, it's so weird because like he slides her underwear off, and then she doesn't do anything, and she like takes them and puts them away. Yep. And then he like makes a play to like to like slide her. Th- dress up mm-hmm. and then she starts freaking out and I'm like where was that pushback when he was I taking don't... when he was like she's... slowly centrally taking off your underwear bro she doesn't really freak out as much as she's just like no it, very, it starts out a little severe and then it very quickly turns into like horseplay yeah which makes me think too that like way this is going about this ain't the first time they pulled around no it's not the first time this is like far beyond yeah. that. this is like a hey we can't do that thing we do sometimes kind of thing but then yeah. like she likes it anyway because she loves her brother yeah and a her, little too much she loves her brother as and a guy he who loves has, her, his sister. And as a guy look, who has a sister, this thing really bugs me. I don't know. Like, that sister, I don't know how you could ever... <laughs> I don't know how you could ever think... That always bugs me with Game of Thrones, too. How could you ever yeah. find your sibling attractive? To be honest, the Game of Thrones one bugs me more. Yeah. And I'm like, ugh. I was going to say I have full-on kids. Yeah, it's like, whoa! And you um, know that if those kids have kids, there's... There's some chromosomes in wrong places. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. It's going to get... It doesn't take too many generations before that gets strange. Yeah. And kind of wrong. I also want to talk about something else weird in Not this. that the first one wouldn't be wrong also. Yeah. Oh, no, this is all wrong. <laughs> Incest is a taboo across the board. Incest is wrong, guys. Yeah, because this is wrong. even wrong in, in like Korean culture. Too, it's right? true. This is like, wrong in like most cultures. Well, yeah, because we find out this was a shameful thing. Like yeah. a horribly shameful thing for like that family because essentially... But before we get there, there's so there's a weird thing that happens during the sex scene that I want okay, to talk right, about. Okay, all right, let's get to that. Let's get to the sex scene. Look at that. She pulls the mirror out. Yeah, to look at her hand mirror, and she's like, while he's like doing stuff to her. Yeah. Um, 
like because he gets her shirt open and she helps him get her shirt open yep, yep and like he's like doing stuff to her boobies and like beyond i'm <laughs> sure but she's like completely ignoring that and just like looking at herself and like everything through a mirror well and then that's when they see ryujin like or sorry when they see odaisu watching them yeah yeah um, and they're like and oh, he oh. books it yeah uh, but he doesn't know odaisu doesn't know at that time that they're siblings mm-hmm um, like he didn't, because he didn't know her. And yeah, he didn't, didn't know, really who she know was. him that well either. The thing about the mirror thing, though, is that I think that it has, alludes to why they're they're fucking or why they're attracted to each other. It's just like I guess like you know how like old like royal families sometimes would only inbreed because they're like we don't have to yeah. disturb our beautiful pure bloodline. I think in this, it's like these are just two really narcissistic people that are very pretty, they're like very beautiful people that are like we shouldn't share this with anyone else. Let's just like fuck each other, like. I don't know who can explain incest, but I think it has something to do with vanity and, and yeah. narcissism. You know? No, that's fair. Because like you look at Wu Jin um, as a as a character in himself, he's a very self absorbed villain. Yeah, he's a very very like like full of prideful like like anger. Every and, like, scene you've wronged him in, my, yeah. you know, like he's this guy's full of himself. He's got a lot of money. Probably comes from a lot of stature, you know. Or yeah. status, you know? Yeah. And so I get this kind of, like, narcissism, like, vibration from him. Like, very Griffith. Yeah. You know, very Griffith, you know? And power-hungry, you know? Uh, but, yeah, then, um, like, he figures it out. So he goes, he figures out where like, to go to What's his buddy's to name again? Ryujin? Ryujin, yeah. Yeah, they're, like, young Ryujin and him are, like, talking. Well, he cuts to the next day uh, yeah. where, where he's moving. Yeah, he's helping him pack up. And he basically tells yeah. Ryujin, he's like, hey, I saw this dude kissing his... This one chick and the whatever and like you know yeah. they don't tell anybody. Well, though, he doesn't. Right? He doesn't tell them. Um, I guess they don't put together that they're siblings, because yeah. that's that just starts the rumor that she'll fuck anybody, not that she's fucking her brother. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, which I'm like, that's, you know, that happens. It's high school. I'm sorry. Like yeah. it sucks. Yeah, that's true. Um, sure, that's how rumors start, right? But I did think there's a really funny moment because, like, Ryujin is helping Odaiso move, and like after, right after he tells him this, that he's like, "Oh, like I saw this. Like, what's the girl's name in your class who rides the red bike?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, I know, I know, I know her." And she's like, "Yeah, yeah I saw her fucking this dude." Yep. yep. He doesn't tell him who he is because he doesn't know who he is. Yeah, he just thinks he's um, telling his buddy some juicy, like, "Hey man, I yeah, saw this I chick saw that I like, like, fucking, like yeah. fucking in this in the art room." And, He's like, oh, I think yeah. I know her. And he's like, yeah. I saw and then this he immediately dude. gives the box that he's holding, like that they're carrying together. He's just like, let's go of it. And he's like, I gotta go have a date with the girl that that they called in the present day. Yeah, yeah. So like, we immediately know that he goes and tells that Ryujin goes and tells her immediately. Yeah, yeah. He's like, um, I gotta go. One sec. Yeah. It, they make it very clear that it's like Ryujin's now gonna go start a fucking rumor. Yeah. Which means that he was probably already on the list to get killed that day. Yeah. When like Ujin killed him. He was like, I'm gonna kill you anyway. Yeah. But you know. But he, he got more like incentive to do it. Yeah. yeah. So thus we reveal that like essentially, um like Daiso was responsible for spreading a horrible rumor about this guy. Yeah. And um, and Well about we, her, not even about Yeah, her. about and which which we learned though, is that it turns out that was actually that dude's sister. Yeah. Right? And that, like, this rumor spread so badly that, like, she ended up... Well, no, this is revealed later. Yeah. That part... Now, I'm going to say that next bit. Yeah. We found, found out these two are actually brother and sister. Yeah. But then she committed suicide later from the rumor being too much. Yeah, well, that was... Um, she died... While, an extra while they were still in high school, yeah. she died. There's and an extra it's... part of it. It doesn't get revealed till the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
uh, that she she died by throwing herself off of the dam, the yeah. local dam, because they found her body like two weeks later. Yeah, it was um, all bloated. And the rumor was that she, the rumor going around was that she was a slut and that she was pregnant. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Odaisu kind of, Odaisu come goes to the guy's apartment basically. Yeah. Um, and is trying to figure out how to get up to the apartment when Everring and his buddy, when the Rujin and his bodyguards just walk in and they all go up together. Um, yeah. And Odaisu's like, you killed her. Which I, I think is pretty funny because like Odaisu goes to like the penthouse elevator and like just keeps entering the wrong code and there's this yeah. other funny bit of a bunch of people like seeing. Him into like, the wrong code. Yeah, and kind of a weird alarm going off. And they're just looking at him as he walks off. And he's just like not acknowledging it. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, like the bodyguard and Mushin walk up. And they're just like, boop, 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 boop. Yeah. Like, so, you know. Yeah, and then um, like Odaisu and Li Mujin have a whole conversation. We're back to the present now, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, like we, we got the backstory. We know what's up. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of, yeah, it's revealed after. And he's like, uh, he thinks... Uh, like Odaisu talks to Li Eugene, he's like, "Why you like? Why did you have the hypnotist take these memories from me and then make me try to find them?" Yeah. And Li Eugene's like, "I didn't do that. You just forgot." Yeah. It's like you just absentmindedly didn't care. Yeah. You just literally forgot. Yeah. About me and my sister because it meant nothing to you because you didn't know that we were sim- like. Yeah. You and didn't... that's the thing that I felt like he failed to realize is that like. Nobody thought that nobody would have thought that even if she was pregnant, nobody would have thought that he was the father. Yeah, yeah. Like he would have known, sure. Yeah. But like that's the risk you take fucking your sister. Like. Yeah, exactly right. Because it it got out that like they that the kid might have been his right. But like the thing is that it was it was the stress of the the rumor because it was a false pregnancy. Yeah, she she thinks uh, she gets it gets to the point where she, even she thinks she's pregnant yeah and start like her period stops and she starts to have a swell belly and stuff yeah. but like never is it even mentioned that that baby could have been his like you think the people from high school wouldn't have remembered that yeah that he went to see right would I, like, would I... they would have they totally would have been like yeah she killed herself because she was pregnant with her brother's baby yeah so like that wasn't the incest angle wasn't even a thing like nobody would have thought it now I, I then lead in the fact that these kids probably like, like the brother and sister probably came from money and status yeah. and like I feel like the rumor getting around like the the, the rich folk I guess like of those circles maybe that would have been what was like and he was yeah. afraid of losing his status within like the keeping up with the Joneses of it they like, straight up say no they straight up say that he's worried about what society would think about a man raising a raising a son who is also his nephew yeah and I'm like nobody would have known yeah no nobody one knew really... nobody even said anything about that that was you're freaking out because you're guilt. You feel guilty for fucking your sister. Yep. Yep. Like narcissism. That's the thing that oh, bugged me. There's me. two things about this movie that bugged me, and the last one we're going to talk about well, after the reveal. Regardless of the fact that it has over 40 wins and 27 nominations, and went yeah. to Cannes Film Festival and won the Grand Prix of it, uh, it, it was nominated in the the, the Palme d'Or. Anyway, but it's it's still not a perfect film. It's not. No. But, and with all these like other like weird sexual tension scenes that like I don't. I don't know, maybe me at 13 was like, whoa, boobs. But, like, as an adult, I'm like, this is unnecessary. This is unnecessary gratuity. Like, she's really the only female character we get other than the sister. And the sister isn't a great example either as being just a promiscuous character that kills herself because she's pregnant. I'm like, ah. Yeah, women women don't get a good shake in this movie. They don't. And his only other character mentioned Except Miss Wu. Yeah. Yeah, the hypnotist. Yeah, yeah, she's a baller. Yeah, I like her. She's a baller. Okay. And his wife dies. (laughs) Yeah, well, at one point, like... 
the reason he's gonna kill Mido is because Liu Jin says he's gonna kill every woman yeah. that he's ever cared for. Yeah, he's ever loved. That he's ever loved, yeah. So then Liu Jin's like, or no, uh, Mido's like, you love me? Yeah. Let's fuck. And that's when they fuck, yeah. That's when they get it done. Um, but yeah, like... Fucking movie, man. This whole scene, um, because this whole they're having this whole conversation about how, like, he's... Liu Jin is, like, explaining why. He did it basically, and he's getting dressed while he's doing it. First of all, I giggled a little bit because he has a tramp stamp. Yeah, <laughs> um, the whole like all of these scenes are really well shot. As he's like moving around, he's moving through like that. Oh yeah, Wujin's bomb of his it? fucking. Yeah, but he has this really cool apartment and like this. Um, it's true. Closet that like opens up. It's like a cube that opens out kinda in the rem- core. Kind of reminds and me. And he's of... walking through it. And it's kind of these shots are really well done. Yeah, kind of reminds me of Simon's fucking superhero lair and fucking the Misfits cart- uh, TV show. Kind of, but if right. he had like ten million dollars. Yeah, if he had like a, this guy's penthouse reminds me of just like this is guy that has like unsurmountable amounts of yeah. money. Like, his closet is a cube that descends and resets, like, yeah. opens and closes. I'm like, all right. He's got a private martial arts master bodyguard yeah. and enough expendable cash for, like, imprisoning a guy for 15 years and other shit. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. He's got no, a lot he's of money. Super rich. He's, like, Lex Luthor rich. Oh, yeah. He's um, clearly dedicated his entire estate to fucking with Daiso. And then we get the, uh, and then we get the big reveal. Yes. We, of, of everything that actually it? was going on. Yeah. While I, while the stuff that we saw was going on. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to say it or do I bring? Well, okay. So he, that's that's the next thing we got. He, he walks up and he goes, "Why did you imprison me for fifteen years?" Oh no, he figures it out. Yeah, figures it out, and then basically says, "Like I know why you imprisoned me, so you need to kill yourself for me." And he's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, "The remote." He says something like, "The remote's in the box or whatever," right? So he gets. Uh, I, well, he directs him. He he uh, he has a remote. Oh yeah, he's got this laser, a laser pointer. pointer. On one side, and he like leads him around like a he's cat. Like, ah, to the, and he's to like, the, "Go to the box, to present. go yeah. to the box." And so then, yeah, Daiso walks up to this box, yeah. and he takes out a picture, a photo album. of his wife and his daughter, yeah, it's and him. A photo album. And then he goes and sees his wife, you know, and he sees pictures of him. And then all of a sudden, it switches to a little a little girl, his daughter, right? Yeah, right. And it's just, oh, his daughter's alone because he's gone. Yeah, and, 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 and it's she, individual pictures of her. Yeah, and, up. and she clearly would have gotten sent into uh, the foster care system because the mother's dead, and the father's yeah. a murderer, right? You know, and so her name was changed. She, we, we grow and we, we get to see this little girl growing up, yeah. and all of a sudden, into her adolescence, into her adulthood, it's revealed that this this wonderful daughter of his. Is fucking Mito. Is Mito. It's the whole time. So, which means earlier in the film, when he got to finally nut after fifteen fucking years, he did it to his beautiful baby girl. Yeah. Um, which the way she reacted, the, the way she reacted to like the beginning of that scene, I feel like she like this was her first time. I feel like that too. Yeah. I feel like because uh, I guess uh, Wu Jin does reveal that he's been secretly protecting her for like her since she was three since years she old. Since she was three years old, yeah. So he probably, that was when he put. That oh was my when he God. locked up Odaisu. So he probably made sure she was a virgin. She's she's probably Possibly. 18 years old and she's never had sex yeah. before in her whole life and has had this very probably constructed weird version. Oh, yeah. Wait, Wu Jin does explain that him and his daughter are both very, very susceptible to hypnotism. Yeah. And he's been hypnotizing her as well since she was a kid. Yeah. And engineering her to immediately fall in love with this very specific man when he appears. Yeah. they have. We find out that whole opening scene in the restaurant was, oh, was all... Like basically man. set up through hypnotism, and yep. that like Mrs. Wu was also hypnotizing Mito. Yep. Uh, fairly often, Mito and... was pre-groomed to fall yeah. in love with her dad at 
first sight. And not know that that's her dad. Yeah, because Wujin goes into great length of being like, it is very not easy to make people fall in love, but you can do it. Because he explains how the great length he went yeah. to make sure they fall in love. And like they're in love. They're very and, much in love. They made love to each other yeah. in that scene earlier. So anyone that watched this and you beat off to that scene, you're disgusting. <laughs> it's pretty graphic too. It is. That's why I feel like it's yeah, meant it's to very be. Graphic. The scene is meant to be sexually kind of appealing in a weird way. You're yeah. meant to be like in the context of you as a viewer at the time. You're like, all right, in a yeah. little, in a weird way. And then when you when this gets revealed to us as an audience member as well, this is that effective like it comes through the fourth wall where like we immediately get sick to our own yeah. stomachs. We're like, oh shit, I enjoyed that scene earlier. Which leads I'm me... disgusting, and that's a smidgel of what me yeah. of what fucking Daiso's feeling right now, which is I fucked my own kid. But this leads me to an issue, like to a problem I have. Okay, because he earlier in the film, she goes and gets the address for his daughter. Yes, and she doesn't remember that that was her original address. Yeah, but was it? Because why did that woman not recognize her then? Plot hole. Because that, wo- that woman is like, oh yeah, she called me and she came, she gave me this address. She called me a couple of years ago, told me this was her new address and her name, and that you know, like this is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm gonna say? What she's doing now? A hypnotist did it. I guess, man. I guess that is the that's the the MacGuffin. That's and everything. the it's, it's fucking well, annoying. I wouldn't know if it's a MacGuffin. I would say that basically the hypnotist is the ex machina thing of this movie. If there's anything unexplainable, the hypnotist did it. Yeah, and it was like at some point over the 15 years, Wu Jin said, "Hey, can you edit out that thing? Hypnotize them out." I of that. fucking guess. Uh, that's the only way I can explain the idea that like the, the, also that's the only thing I, I I can use to explain why Mido is so okay with all the sexual get, like degradation she experiences. Yeah, is that she's huh? been conditioned. To to like it, I guess, in a weird Possibly. way. Possibly. To they be don't vibing mention, with they it. They don't talk about it, but that's a possibility, yeah, I'm like, too. a hypnotist did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, so, Wujin explains that it's very hard to engineer love, but he did it. And then, you know, um, says like, and I think it's because it's his weird way that he wanted Daiso to, one, it, go through great shame. Yeah. Go through, like, horrific shame. Oh, yeah. Uh, but two... To then be forced to be in a position where can you now, knowing what you have done, live with that and go on loving you and them? Well, there's still. a there's a line that he says later to try and make him that in ties all that up. Yeah. yeah. Um, but before we get there, he like Daisu like loses his shit, obviously, yeah. and like grabs scissors and like tries to stab him, and then gets his Dude. ass judo flipped around the apartment yeah. for ten minutes. He tries to fight. Yeah, he tries to immediately attack like Wu Jin. Wu Jin's just enjoying it. Yeah. And, like and this like. Bruce Lee with like like bleach blonde fucking platinum hair. Yeah. Like honestly sort of just like runs train on Daiso pretty yeah. hard. Like he kicks the shit out of him. And then like he, a bunch of montages of him getting thrown in the glass display cases oh, yeah. and getting getting thrown around the apartment. Oh easily. But he does get him. It's some like hotline Miami shit. Yeah, he kicked he, the crap out. He does get him though. He does eventually, yeah. He sneaks yeah, he up, he stabs he gets, him in the ear with a, gets the scissors and stabs him through the ear. Through the, the ear, ear so hole? he's deaf. So then Wujin can't he can't hear Wujin telling him to fucking chill out. Yeah, and he's like, I would say he's also a little brain damaged at there that point, as well. He's definitely brain damaged. Yeah, brain damaged hard. <laughs> yeah, because he's like, he gets that, he gets he the gets that, of those scissors. He gets that eye roll back his, thing. Where yeah. He's like, he gets know. those pretty deep into his ear. Yeah, and so then Mujin has to walk up and and put the fucking horse down, and he and, and he shoots his bodyguard right in the head. And then like the thing is too is at this point like, um, fucking Daiso is like just basically convulsing in a nervous breakdown. Yeah. Like, he just can't handle this. Like, it's fucking... It's right. Like, he'll never recover from this. And it's like... I think, too, is what I like about this is, like... Daiso realizes he's lost. Yeah. He's not... Like, the bad guy wins in this. 
Yeah, kind of. Bad guy wins. And I love that. Yeah. I really do. Like, there's no, like, like after this movie, they're they're all fucked. Yeah. You know? So, like, and then, yeah, Daiso has this whole, like, he just, like, falls apart and goes through great shame and goes through these moments yeah. of, like, I will worship you forever and do whatever you want. I hate you. You're, oh, I fucking, yeah. like, has this, like, and then and then goes so far to cut off his own fucking tongue. Yeah, he cuts his own tongue off with those scissors. And just screams. And there I'm would like, be so much more blood than they show, though. Yeah. Here's the thing. If I was Daiso at this point, I don't, and this is a controversial opinion. I understand this. I would probably not be that. I would not be that broken. Yeah. I would probably be like, you, I'd be mad, but I wouldn't be disgusted with myself as much as I, I would feel like I was tricked. Yeah. Horribly tricked. I would be like, okay, well, that was awful. I, I have to now live with that, but like, I'm going to kill the fuck out of you right now. And yeah. like, maybe it was a quick moment, but like, I, I you know, I don't know. I've, I've said the whole, the whole episode so far that I don't like Daiso as a character. Yeah. I don't like him personally, but like in this moment, I was like, come on, buddy. Yeah. Like, pick your fucking sad ass up. But I get that it's supposed to be for the cinematic mise en scene of the whole thing. That he's supposed to be completely destroyed. Well, one of the reasons that he freaks I out, too, is um, we find out that. Did I use mise en scene correctly. Uh, Mito and the warden are sitting together, and the warden is. How the warden got his new building was he traded his hand for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's sitting there with another package for Mito. Turns out which he's is still presumably working. another. Yeah, um, what I think is photo album. Yes, that's what I think it is. It's basically like he's on the phone. And he's saying he's like, okay, get ready to give her the package. We find out, yeah, that like the yeah. warden's been working with him the whole time anyway. Which I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah, and that's what sends him into his hysterics and like. Yeah, because he immediately goes, please he wants don't let Mito her to not know. Yeah, you know? and it's it's kind of interesting too because he's basically like. He says, if you could give me anything, please don't let her know. Yeah. Don't let her know. And so he decides to just basically say, don't, don't give it to her. Yeah, uh, Li Wujin, after, like, after he cuts his tongue off and stuff like that, Li Wujin does like, yeah, he refrain. Through. He's like, no, like, like you've suffered. Don't give her the, don't give her the package. Don't make yeah. her open it. Yeah, because that, fine. it's definitely another full album. Like, oh, for 100%. sure. 100%. For sure. And um, so, all right, you know, and then Wujin basically just laughs. He fucking is giggling. Yeah, he He's jumped. just reveling in it. You know, and well, then, when he gets in the when he gets in the elevator, he's he says this one line that just like sums it up his whole process. For oh this. Yeah. and he's like, me and me and whatever his sister's name was, yeah, um, did it knowing full well what we were doing that we loved each other and we yeah. still loved each other. Can you do that with Mito? And then the elevator closes off. Yeah, gives yeah. him this like saw, like this kind of like jigsaw yeah. thing. Where he's like, knowing what you know now, can you appreciate life? <laughs> you know? Yeah, pretty much. And then like when Wujin's in the elevator, and like this, I normally don't think this about like characters, but this is also like such a fucking baller move. Yeah. <laughs> but he like sends the elevator and goes, "What will I live for now?" Yeah, and then fucking shoots himself in the head. Uh, yeah, after having a, another flashback. Yeah, yeah. To the day his sister died. That's right. Uh, that's and right. He's they're on the um, dam, and it's he's trying. She's to already save her. on the other side. Yeah, she's already on the other side of the railing, and he's like holding her. Yeah, and, and he's losing it because he's like he he's like I love you, and I don't want you yeah. to go, and I don't care, and like let's just be together. Yeah, he you know? doesn't say that, but like that's his reaction. Like yeah, that's very much like you can tell that's what he's trying to do, right? Yeah, and she's just like. Let me go, man. Like, you're scared. You're shit scared. I don't want that for you. And, like, I can't yeah. keep doing it. And, like, she, she reaches up and you think she's about to grab his shoulder. She grabs his camera yeah. and, like, takes a picture of herself and is, like, you know, like, remember me like this. And then, like, get let gets him to let go, basically. Yeah. 
I'm not sure. It's like almost like he kind of like he like lets her slip away, knowing that's what she really wants. But like he doesn't fight too hard. He's kind of like, oh, all right, you yeah. Know? And she he, goes. He definitely didn't want to do it, but I also feel like he also did not do it. Yeah. Um, I think he, he kind of killed his sister. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think he tried to stop her suicide and then just let her. Oh yeah, kill right. Because yeah. I remember he does uh, die so earlier is like you killed your sister. He's like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't kill her. He laughs at that. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I I, I loved her. And, it, and it's not. I I definitely the vibe I got from that was definitely not like he killed his sister. It's like yeah, it's more he like failed he, at preventing her from killing her herself. Suicide. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then he shoots himself yeah, in the elevator. Just boom, caps himself. Nice. And it's a really, up on the bullet wound. I'm not gonna lie, it's a good scene where he just like and like hits yeah. the side and just boom. And it's just this quiet, like like zoom out. And I was just like, ladies and gentlemen of random cinema, that was a fucking villain. Yeah, that was a good bad guy. That didn't have to be some martial arts master that was like trained in you know gunfighting or something. He was just tactful. That's mm-hmm. it. And he was evil as fuck. Yep. And I was like, you know what? This guy is a mustache twiddling villain that I actually really fucking like. Yeah. Like, I was like, this guy... And, like, I... Like, for all of his, like, super fucking egotistical, like, narcissism shit, I just, like, kind of get his motivation. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, this guy would seek this kind of revenge. This is a... This whole movie is a Cartman revenge plot. Cartman revenge this is plot. what Cartman would do in South Park. This is the great lengths he would go to make someone suffer. Like, yeah. this is a Cartman thing, man. And like, and that's the <laughs> thing, right? Like, it's a super elaborate revenge plot. Yeah. For something that didn't actually ever happen, right? Like, no, like, yeah. Wajun never had to, or sorry, Liwajun never had to feel that way. Yeah. Because nobody ever suspected him as the, as having any sexual ties to his sister. Yeah, exactly. Like, the incest was an issue that wasn't an issue. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, then it kind of cuts to us finding out. out. It fizzles out a bit, right? It's like some time passes a little bit. A little bit. I would say a little bit. Um, we find out that he, that the a lot of the voiceover has actually been a letter yeah. that he wrote to Mrs. Wu. And it cuts to them sitting in, like, the forest. Like a snowy sort of, like, forest. Yeah, and he's got some gray hair. Yeah, he's a little bit older. Yeah, so I don't know if it's, um, I don't know if significant time has passed, or if his hair just got longer and, like, yeah, maybe. started to actually turn gray. So he essentially um, is a mute now, though. He's cut his tongue out, so he'll yeah. never speak again. That's his, that's what he calls his penance, I guess. Yeah, um, and he talks to her about, about, like, fixing his memory and she's like you know i wasn't going to and then the thing that changed my mind was the last line and the last line was what the other guy said to him like even though i am a beast do i do i not deserve to live yeah yeah and she's like you know and that's what i'll do it might fuck your brain yeah but i'll do it for you if you want and he's like yeah so she hypnotizes him and the way it starts out is one of my favorite shots in cinema history really nice and it's where like there's this big portrait of a wave and it's all stylized and like the colors are like a little different and stuff. It looks like he's lit for a stage kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, and the way the wave arcs over him in the mural behind him is like really well, like it's, the shot is really well framed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically her being like, okay, you're, you're in the penthouse again. You walk over to the window. You see your reflection in the window. You are now two people. Yeah, yeah, you are Odaisu, who doesn't know, um, who doesn't know about Mido, and the monster who keeps the secret. Yeah, uh, when I ring my bell, the monster will turn and walk away from you. 
every step he takes, he will age a year. When he hits 70, he'll die. Yeah. And then she rings her bell, and we see uh, the monster turn and walk away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just Odysseus lit in green. Yep. Um, yeah. And we see him walk through the apartment, or walk through the penthouse, and like, before he even gets to the elevator, he's dead. Yeah, he's gone. Um, and then it just Tomito like running up to him in the forest. Yeah. Because he collapsed in real life and it's like, oh, you're all covered in snow and shit. And like hugs him and was like, oh, who are you talking to? Because Miss Wu is fucking gone. Yeah, she's and gone. And it's just like yeah. footprints in the snow that kind of disappear. And yeah. So, it's so like, oh. He like very ambiguously goes and tracks down in a mysterious snowy forest the hypnotist. I was like, this is so manga. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this is like so like, anyway. And then yeah, when he finds Mito again and they link up. She gives him a big hug, right? Yeah. And then we're we're left to well, think. Well, she comes up. She comes across him in the snow. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, "I'm gonna take care of you," and like, "Oh, like I'm gonna get you out of here or whatever." And then like when they hug, right? Yeah. Because they whatever. He gives this like we get to hear like the quote, right? The yeah. like laugh and the world laughs with you, weep and you weep alone. And he's smiling, which seems at first very genuine. Like he's like, "Oh yeah," and then it starts to become a strained forced smile it shifts into like this face this force like put on smile yeah, yeah which i looked this up before the director meant for this to be ambiguous yeah this meant to be like the 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 uh in inception the fucking yeah the, 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 the top spinning yeah. thing where like it you know just topples a bit like it's meant to be like that where like did he forget everything or did he yeah. remember and this sort of like slightly forced like strained smile is meant to show like yeah maybe he didn't forget we don't know he might have lived with it forever we'll see yeah and I'm like and then that's it and that was like my basically how I summed this the ending of this movie up is he eternally he eternal sunshine himself so he can keep fucking his daughter yeah pretty much it's a little gross it's a little bit like so he just went you know I could just forget and go back to having a hot young nice lady yeah and it's like so he chooses to be the creature that inside of himself yeah right like secretly I also understand that it's like a love story, an acceptance of love story. Yeah. I just, yeah, it's just unsettled for me. I'm my, just like, ugh. Yeah, my final notes on what is turned out to be a, a slightly, holy yeah. shit longer this is a jumbo episode. This is a big one. Uh, warning, folks, I didn't expect this to be an extended episode. I didn't episode. either. But Old Boy is a film that comes from a lot of critical acclaim and esteem from many film aficionados. Anyone who's like a, an upper crusty film type, like, yeah. will recommend Old Boy. Most people have this on, on like some sort of format. Recommended it. It's on their top ten list. It's of like the 250. It's like the what was it IMDb's yeah. top like 250 films. It's like ranked in like somewhere. In like Stop a, stroking his dick and someone. Anyway, <laughs> my final thoughts is that this movie is not for everyone, but it stands a respectable. It is sort not. of like level of status in film um, appreciation and history, and like it has certain groundbreaking groundbreaking parts to it. But overall, it is not sometimes an easy movie to watch, and it's it's designed to yeah. hurt you in a very requiem for a dream kind of way. It's I will say, yeah. the shot to the heart didn't hurt as bad. I was not as disgusted this time around, but the first yeah. time around we watched this ten years ago, I was pretty rocked. I was like, I don't want to watch that again for a while. That ending the twist is was a hit. Yeah, the first time I watched it, the twist hit pretty hard. Yeah. This time I knew this it was time coming. I watched I like, Game of oh, Thrones yeah. already, and I was like, eh. yeah. <laughs> um, and I agree. Like, it was a great movie. Like, there's some really beautiful shots in it. There's there is really great from a narrative, like from like a uh, uh, script point of view, like a narrative yeah. point of view. There's some really like how. How the twists all fit together really well yeah, is, yeah. is a highlight. It, it goes um, on a list, like, though. It, like it has one of my favorite shots like ever. So. Yeah, no, like uh, definitely I, watch it, but it's not for everybody. I didn't expect that ending it's scene to be one of your too. favorite films. That like you know, or I don't like. I like that one shot. Yeah, I just yeah, I don't sorry. like the ending. Um, yeah. per se, but like 
that one shot I just think is like one of the prettiest shots. It is. It's and there is a lot of really like visually captivating like shots in this film yeah, too. And like sure. the storytelling isn't bad. There's some holes here and there, or whatever. But yeah. overall, it's like it's a good movie, but it it has some revelations that are pretty disturbing. Yeah, well. for sure. I would say but like I, if you I, haven't watched it, go watch it. And I, like yeah. I don't know why you wouldn't have I watched think, it before you listen to this, but like yeah. it's definitely a movie I would recommend to somebody who likes to think about their films a little bit. It's a conversation. This true. This movie's a conversation sure. piece, and like it goes in a list of people's like oh yeah what's the most messed up movie you have in your collection like this is on like a lot of people's like in the people's like collection yeah like seen old boy because like most people when they show this movie to people want to like freak them out <laughs> you know like by the end you're like how do you feel you yeah. know because it's that kind of effect right so anyway i with a mixed response don't recommend <laughs> this to everyone but i do recommend this in general uh, yeah old boy is a classic for sure for I, agree. I agree with that sentiment yeah. uh, not for everybody but definitely a movie i would recommend to some yeah yeah you know still had a good time, but not in a hurry to rewatch it again. But yeah. would watch the remake again because I want to see Josh Brolin. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to see Josh Brolin. Um, I don't know whose turn it is to pick. I don't know. Holy crap! Extended um, episode. Back yeah, now. that's Holy why I'm kind of rushing us a little bit here. Sorry oh for keeping you guys. Uh, but yeah, Brendan's gonna pick this movie because yep. fuck it. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna do the old dig. We're going yep. for it. Go for it, buddy. All right. Let's find another fucking random movie on random cinema oh, through man. Bub's head. <laughs> We have got ourselves number eight. Number eight, holy shit. Um, huh, Brian, you're not going to believe it. What? 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 Um, it is at 1987's, uh, 1987's Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, another fucking drunk handy movie. Oh, holy shit, Planes, yeah. Trains, and Automobiles. I guess we're really appreciating the fucking, uh, the candy yeah. you know, on this show. Yeah, hell yeah. That's, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, I'm really excited for that. That's a good movie. Not bad. Um, More John Candy. I'm into that. Yeah. I've uh, I've got an idea. Okay. What's fun? Of uh, somebody I could give a dingle to. Give a, give a dingle yeah. to. Yeah. Uh, I'll shoot off. Uh, I'll fire off an email <laughs> to uh, another creator. I might be able to swing a. Wait a minute. Are you talking about a? No, about a crossover. I I might be able to swing a crossover. Fucking crossover or, episode. Uh, oh my god. Or at least uh, a guest star. All right, yeah. Perhaps cool. for our next, who is uh, a guest voice working on a John Candy project right now? Are they? Yeah. Interesting. That's not so yeah. random. Um, it's random that we drew the movie and get the opportunity to do it. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah. So join us next time for planes, trains, and automobiles on Random Cinema. Random Cinema. Also, also <laughs> check out uh, at Random Cinema Podcast on Instagram as well as at Invincible Principle Podcast on Instagram. Our cousin show, sister show, yeah, other sister show, show, sister show, as it were. Our non-incestuous we, sister show. Non-incestuous talk sister about, show. Where we talk about the Invincible comic book series one volume at a time. Yeah. We are getting close to the end of the official run of the comic books. It's true. That said, if anyone's really strangely interested in the idea of incest from watching Old Boy, check out Father's Day, uh, a Canadian-made horror film. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Really? Just throwing them out no, there, No, right? no. It's, it's also meant for... No, I won't go yeah. into that. That's another episode. All right, guys. Take care. See you next time. Bye-bye. It was gross.